don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. Okay, welcome back to the, another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, let's get it out there. Let's get it out there right now. A lot of people have been DMing me, IMing me, contacting me uh, through Facebook, <laughs> quite honestly, through Facebook. And they're saying, man, you went off last week on the, on the show last week. You were just in, in one of those rages. Yeah, I was in one of those freaking rages. And I still continue that rage today. Look. This, we all know what month this is, April. April is Distracted Driving Month, and we'll get into this a little bit later on. But here's the thing. These people that keep dying in car crashes that don't need to be, these people that keep walking across the street in a crosswalk and they get hit, it doesn't need to happen. It doesn't need to happen at all, and yet it's still happening each and every day on a day-to-day basis. On an average, I heard on a report, on an average, nine people a day die from a distracted driver, whether it's crossing, they're in a crosswalk or they get hit by a vehicle-to-vehicle. There is nine people a day getting killed. Nine people a day getting killed by a distracted driver. That is a lot. Uh, You know, you do the math, nine times, you know, a seven, and then go from there to, to, to the whole month. Look how many people end up dying that fast uh, within a month. It It's not, it shouldn't happen, and it has got to stop. I've reached out to several different people trying to get some kind of legislation going on to try to prevent this kind of actions happening. And I'm hoping to hear back from them. They understand my frustrations. They understand my needs. And they understand that things have got to change. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem like a lot of things keep changing. 
it seems more and more people are dying that don't need to be. It's a senseless death. These people are dying in vain. They have no alternative. They have no help. Once that crash happens, they're, they're gone. And, you know, quite honestly, it doesn't have to happen. And I'm hoping that somewhere along the way, people start to wake up. And I heard this report uh, about the last two years, how the pandemic has kind of sheltered us away, kept us away. So now we're, we're trying, we, we, we kind of dehumanized ourselves. When you get to the fact where you dehumanize yourself, you just think about yourself, your wants, your needs, your desires. Yeah, I get that. But that's got to change. You have to understand when you're driving a vehicle, it's so considered as a weapon. And when you're going 70, 80 miles an hour on some of these roadways and you end up crashing into somebody, there is going to be some heavy repercussions. Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to be injured. If not, both will die or both will be injured. And that's just how it is. There's nothing we can do to remedy that. It's just that's how it is. And it's a fact of life. But we need to change this fact, especially during this month of April, which is Distracted Driving Month. And I'm asking each and every one of you to kind of step up and do your part. Because to me, it is kind of important that we preserve life. We are supposed to be the good Americans. We are supposed to be the good people who do the right thing. Sometimes I listen to the news and I hear about distracted driving. Uh, I don't have the report right now, but there's an audio piece that I saw on the news the other day, just happened two or three days ago, where two people were parking their car. They got out of their car, and at two or three in the morning, a distracted driver hit them and killed one of them, injured the other, and the driver just kept going and acted like nothing happened. How does this happen? Why does this happen? We don't need this kind of actions anymore, but yet we still have it each and every day. It 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 is so sickening. And I, I brought this up before in the past, and I'll, I'll bring it up again today. Guaranteed, you watch your local news, whether it's at 5, 6, 5.30, 6.30 to 7, whatever the case might be, whatever the time frame your local news is on, whether you're in Texas, New York, Chicago, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Florida, California, it doesn't matter, you know? I dare you to watch one of these shows that are local news and let me know, let me know if they go for 30 minutes without talking about somebody getting hit by a car or somebody crashed their car into a building or somebody crashed their car into an embankment or something. It, it, it's not, you're not going to have it. You're not going to have it. Uh, I can tell you that right now. You know, it's just sad and it's just a pathetic to the point. All right, you're listening to Distracted Drivers, Busted.com, the podcast show. And as I mentioned, yeah, look, 
I've got a lot of people talking to me. They're they're like, hey, you you were like on fire last week. You had you had like an attitude. You were like t- ticked off. Yeah, I'm ticked off, and you should be too, because you don't know. Listen to the show opening. It will tell you. You never know when the sands of time is taken away from you. You're the sand within your own hourglass. Don't let anyone take the sands of time away from you. And all it is is just a quick crash of a car. And quite honestly, there you go. You could be losing sand and you end up dying for no reason. It's a senseless act. Again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show, and it's just important that we understand what's going on. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. All right, the top story from the previous show comes from uh, CBS LA, CBS 2 LA out here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound, but it's a sad one. All these stories are sad, and here's one that, really drove me crazy a 22 year old or a 20 year old ucla student ends up crashing her car around one or two in the morning at a high rate of speed and it was determined that it was a high rate of speed the car was split in half the freaking car was split in half and that to me bothers me A young woman lost her life in a horrific crash on the 101 freeway. As CBS 2's Tina Patel reports, a photojournalist at the scene tried to save her, but sadly, it was too late. The 101 freeway is back open after being closed for much of the morning commute, but the deadly crash is still having an impact on those who knew the victim and those who witnessed the aftermath. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. When photojournalist Howard Raishbrook pulled up to this crash scene on the 101 freeway Thursday morning, he was taken aback. I've been looking at crashes for 20 years, and we've seen some horrific incidents, but half a car on the freeway, half the car off the freeway, it was devastating. He saw a woman lying on the ground near the wreckage. He says he didn't think. He immediately started CPR. I had to try something. I mean, I know it's a dangerous situation. This car's still flying past. I could smell gasoline. There's a car in half, and it's kind of on a dark corner. So it's like, do I try? Yes. Do I risk it? I I tried. CHP officers appreciate what Raishbrook did, but they say the impact of the crash was too great. The efforts that he made was incredibly brave and incredibly heroic, but unfortunately it was was not enough to bring them back to life. Investigators are now trying to figure out what caused the 20-year-old driver to lose control and swerve into the guardrail by the 101-134 interchange. It was just after 2 a.m. They don't know if she fell asleep, but it appears she was going at a high rate of speed when she crashed. Investigators are talking to her boyfriend, who had been on the phone with her minutes before. She was driving home from the valley to Pasadena, and uh, after he hadn't heard for a while, uh, you know, he came looking. He then contacted family members who showed up and consoled each other on the side of the road. Investigators say another driver crashed into the wreckage and suffered moderate injuries, but is expected to be okay. They hope this crash will be a warning to drivers to slow down and pay attention, especially in the early morning hours. We really want people to have that follow distance, that safe speed, where they could safely avoid uh, any sort of tragedy. 
Investigators do not believe that drugs or alcohol were a factor in the crash, but they're asking anyone who might have been on the freeway at the time and saw something to let them know. In North Hollywood, Tina Patel, CBS 2 News. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that's the top story from the previous show. Thanks to CBS2 LA, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. As sad as the story is, it's not uncommon to hear these kinds of stories. It's not uncommon to hear somebody crashing their car 1, 2, 3 a.m. in the mornings. You know, high rate of speed, whether they're tired, whether they're drunk, whatever the case might be, there's no indication whether drinking or drugs or anything like that was involved again they don't know if she fell asleep all they know is that there was a crash the car split in two the good samaritan tried to help out but unfortunately uh it didn't work out uh she ended up losing her life and you know quite honestly that kinds of stuff it just when they're 20 years old they have their whole life in front of them and it's wiped out in matter of minutes. It only takes a blink of an eye. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Alex Griffin, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. More when we come back. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBuster.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drexler, the creator of DistractedDriversBuster.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook, it's DistractedDB. You can get all the archive shows that we've done in the past eight years at iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and now Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and you can get all the archive shows there. Uh, Yeah, it's true. Last week, I was like a little on a tirade and everything, and it sounded like I was like totally ticked off, but I was. 
I was, because listen to the stories that I keep talking about each and every day. Listen, I can do a show every day, probably for like a whole year, and I would never run out of stories. I would never run out of freaking topics. Because there's some idiot out there, there's some moron out there that's still going to continue to do whatever they do because they feel like it's my world, screw you, I'm going to get to my destination before you probably get to yours, get out of my way. I'm going to tailgate you until you move over to the to the right-hand side of the road when I'm in the, in the third or second lane. I need you to be in the grandma lane. That's what I call it, lane number one, the grandma lane. You drive slow, you grandma and grandpa, that's where you drive. Get out of my way. I got a bigger truck than you. I, your little Prius or your little car, whatever. Uh, get out of my way. I'm gonna just drive and get out. Uh, just get out of my way. I just. I have to get to my destination. Oh my God! I'm late to you know dinner. I gotta get home. Well, yeah, that impatience and everything is gonna drive people crazy. And you're going to end up hurting somebody and you're going to hurt yourself if you're not killing somebody or you end up killing yourself. And quite honestly, if you kill yourself, that's one less jerk that's on the freaking road. And I have no sympathy for you. But when you kill somebody else, an innocent person who was just going to work or coming home or going to the store or coming back from the grocery store and you end up wiping them out, there's no need for you to be on the road. You need to be locked up and throw away the key. And I still think Last week, I was right. They need to lock up that young woman that, that killed these two officers and throw away the key. That's the bottom line. It just happens that way. Killed two state troopers and another man, and yet she's probably got no freaking remorse in the world. None. Zip, zero, nada. I'm getting off track here. I'm just so upset about this stuff. Anyways, all right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. Here's a story from KTLA Channel 5. Now, I understand the Anaheim area because I work up around that area as well. So I know the streets and stuff pretty much. I know uh, when they start talking about an Anaheim street, I go, oh, I know that street. How ironic. Oh, I, yeah, wow. I can't believe that they, they crashed going that fast, and now this is happening. Here's a story from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them. A fiery car crash, and the... And they end up crashing into two other vehicles and the the burst of flames everywhere. It just ends up being really bad. Here's a story from KTLA Channel 5. News now. Three men were killed in a violent, fiery crash in Anaheim overnight. KTLA's Carlos Herrera live near the scene with details on what happened. Carlos, good morning. Yeah, Jessica, good morning. Three men in their 20s were killed in this horrific overnight crash here in Anaheim. This as crews still here this morning cleaning up the debris uh, left behind from this crash. They've been here for more than an hour, so that really gives you an idea of how widespread the damage is here right now. Police say this crash happened uh, shortly before 2 a.m., so overnight uh, near Harbor Boulevard and La Palma Avenue here in Anaheim. Investigators say the white Mercedes-Benz you see there was traveling southbound on harbor, speeding through the intersection. The driver lost control of the vehicle, went airborne, and slammed into a brick wall. That car instantly split in half, then hit a fire hydrant and caught on fire, ejecting one of the three occupants. Anaheim police officers happened to be in the area and witnessed the violence and fiery crash. 
We had officers that attempted to take people out of the vehicle. Um, it was very difficult to, for them to do that because the vehicle was on fire. They were able to get one occupant out and uh, attempt CPR, but unfortunately, uh, he passed away. Uh, this is probably one of the most uh, significant crashes I've ever seen in my 20-year career. Uh, police say one of the victim's body was found on a front yard. Another was burned inside the vehicle. The third was pulled from the car by at least one witness and a police officer. Investigators say there were no injuries. Uh, bringing things back out of your life. You can see investigators still here. All southbound lanes of Harbor Boulevard and one northbound lane have uh, been reopened uh, after being closed for several hours. Investigators here say they'll reopen the remaining one uh, northbound lane here in just a few minutes. Reporting live this morning in Anaheim, I'm Carlos Herrera, KTLA 5 News. All right, again, I want to thank KTLA Channel 5 out here in Los Angeles for allowing me to use the sound, and thanks to Carlos for his great work. Okay, here's the deal. Did you hear what they said? One person was burnt. One person was found burnt in the car. One person was thrown off into somebody's yard. One person ended up getting rescued by a Samaritan, good Samaritan and a police officer. It, tragic. And they, again, early in the morning or one, two in the morning, three in the morning, I don't know. Uh, again, high rate of speed, nice luxury car. I own a freaking road. Get out of my goddamn way. Here I am. Guess what? There you are. You're dead. What do you want me to do? I applaud. I really don't care. These are the stories that I'm talking about. These are the stories that tick me off the most. There is no reason for this kind of stuff to happen. And again, there is no reason for this kind of story to happen. And this story comes from Fox LA out here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Again, high pursuit. Why do you have to run? You did something wrong. Just pull over, do the right thing, and you don't end up like this. Here, this is a story from Fox 11 News. Violent end to a high-speed pursuit in Chatsworth. The suspects crash into two other cars, hurting two people. Gigi Graciet is at the scene with more on what happened. Good morning, Gigi. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, everyone. From a very windy Chatsworth today where the investigation into this three-car crash continues. Let's go straight to the video. This happened at about 1230 this morning. Now, we understand the suspect was driving under or suspected of driving under the influence and had been in a pursuit with LAPD earlier in the morning. But they had to call that pursuit off because he was simply driving too fast and too erratically. Later on, 911 calls started coming in saying that there was this BMW speeding down DeSoto. Well, moments later, that speeding BMW crashed into two innocent people. One, a senior citizen, had to be extricated from his car by the fire department. The other man was sideswiped. Meanwhile, the two suspects were found outside the car, the driver and his passenger. And police told us earlier that they believe that they may have even been trying to get away, but they were simply too dazed and possibly injured to make it very far. One man told us he was going to work when he saw the speeding car, tried to avoid him, but there was nothing he could do. All of a sudden, I saw a car. It looked like it had already been impacted. It hit something that came skidding right at me. Shot on the road and I swerved to get out of the way, but plowed right in beside of me. The car's total. I somehow got out and I'm walking, walking around, and I don't think I got 
too badly injured, but I don't know how I'm alive, quite frankly. Now, let's bring it back here live, our eye in the sky above DeSoto and Chatsworth. You were looking at the scene as LAPD Valley traffic investigators continue to document what happened. One car, the car the senior was driving, was spun out of control right into the parking lot of the Riverstone Chapel of Chatsworth there on the corner. The intersection will be shut down for at least the next one to two hours, we're told. So if this is part of your morning commute, you'll want to avoid the area. Yeah. Reporting live again in a windy Chatsworth. We'll send it back to you. All right, again, I want to thank Fox 11, Fox 11 here in Los Angeles for allowing me to sound. Fox LA, you can find them on their Twitter handle. Uh, you know, so here's the deal. It's just that these guys, again, nice luxury car uh, around 1230 in the morning, uh, possible DUI, high speed chasing. They had to call it off for a little bit. And then shortly after that, okay, the police calls come in, and yeah, it's the same guy. The same guy. Sideswiped somebody else, hit somebody else. Uh, one guy was just trying to go to work, and now he probably's not going to work that day. It just doesn't ha when, When's it going to stop? My question to you is, when's it going to stop? Uh, you know, there has to be some kind of repercussions. I mean, you're just slapping them on the wrist and sending them on their way. Uh, it's not going to cut it. It's just not going to cut it. And uh, that's what seems to be happening here in the city of Los Angeles. I can't uh, say about other cities and other states. Uh, I just know that what's happening here in Los Angeles, it just seems like, oh, slap on a hand. Okay, keep moving on. Okay, we don't want to deal. We don't want to load our jails up with criminals. Really? You don't want to do that? Again, not a political show, but I know what's going on here in Los Angeles, and it seems to be dirt. It just, the, 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 District attorney's got no balls. You know what? Uh, you know, lock up these uh, guys. Put them in jail. You know, quite. They don't need to be on the road, because if that was your family there, uh, district attorney, what would you do? What would you do if your family got hit, or what would happen if you got hit and got injured? That's the question you bring up to them. What would you do? Would you go after them then? Do you have to wait until it affects your family? It's like out of sight, out of mind. Eh, you know what? I hear about it, but it didn't affect me or my family. Ah, I'm good with that. Ah, there we go. Yeah, no, that's not how it is. You can't be both sides of the law. You can't be a flip-flopper. Oh, we're going to prosecute for this kind of stuff, uh, but this here. I mean, people that end up doing way less than that, they end up spending time in jail. You know, it's just disheartening, and I'm hoping... Either one, if that recall is still going on here in Los Angeles for the district attorney, hey, push it on. I don't live in L.A. County, so therefore I can't participate. But I can tell you this. The month of April is Distracted Driver Month. And quite honestly, do we need a month? Sure. We need 12 of them because it is a, I don't know. I don't want to say it's a pandemic, but it's 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 an urgency to combat this distracted driving. Not only one month, it should be 12 months out of the year. Because you, you talk about it all month long in the month of April, everybody feels good. Okay, we did our duty. Okay, we'll pay attention to what's going on. But you're not paying attention to the victims. You know, you're not paying attention to their families. You're not paying attention to the hospital bills that they got to pay when they get injured. You're not 
paying attention to them when they have to go purchase another car because they got their car totaled or damaged. Who's going to pay for that? And all the insurance is only going to pay them so much. You need to make the appropriate steps here. You need to do the right thing. You need to actually pay them for what they're worth. And you lock up the perpetrators. That's very simple. You do something wrong. I mean, I've seen people get locked up for stealing bubble gum. You lock, you know, I remember the old bazooka uh, bubble gums. How many people remember that? All right, I know I'm dating myself. That's pretty old. But all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, people get locked up for stealing a box of bubble gum. And yet, you end up drunk, DUI, with a rap sheet bigger than my arm, uh, with all DUI convictions and illegal stuff that you've done before in the past, and yet nothing happens to you. It just it just makes me sick and everything. And quite honestly, we need to do something about it. We need to actually pay attention. We need to actually help out our victims. The perpetrators need to be locked up, throw away the key, make a couple examples. Message might get out there. You gotta do something. Alright, you listen to distracteddriversbusted.com, the podcast show. Remember, I don't wanna die today, do you? Take your cell phone, put it in your glove box, and stow it away until you need it. Like when you get to your work or your destination. Until next week, be safe. And remember, I don't want to die today. Do you? Be safe.